0: The won a gold medal. There it is! Five seconds left in the game! Do you believe in yes! Unbelievable.
1: Hello, I'm Vince Hunt, and welcome to our podcast series, Sports in the Cold War. So far, we've looked at more than 20 important themes in Cold War sports history, with plenty more to come. Why not follow the series on Twitter with the hashtag ColdWarSports or rate and review the shows on iTunes? or drop Laura Deal an email at the Wilson Centre with your thoughts. Let's talk now about African sport and the opening of the Friendship Games held in Senegal in April 1963. Pascal Charitas is a sports historian at the University of Paris West in Nantes-la-Defense, and he's an expert on the Francophone influence on African sport. Tell me something about the Friendship
0: Games. The Frenchy Games are three editions of uh, French African Games, organized by France. In fact, it's a transformation of something the French tried to do during the 50s, but in fact, uh, it couldn't happen because uh, France have a colonial empire. So because you have the movement of independencies in the 60s, for especially for the former French colonies in Africa, so uh, you have the, the good opportunity at this time, in this context, and France, with the goal, is trying to take uh, intermediate place, like uh, a mediator between uh, the two superpowers. And of course, for Charles de Gaulle, uh, the French uh, uh, president, Africa is a means to uh, to keep uh, influence internationally, political influences, uh, cultural, education, and also sport. That's why, at this period especially in 1960, 61 and sixty-three, You have three editions of African sports organized by French state. The two first editions was only for all the f- uh, former uh, French colonies and, of course, the French team. French team was winning uh, all its competitions, of course. Uh, but the, s- the last editions uh, is a turning point because uh, in 1963, in Dakar, Senegal, because uh, it's uh, open to uh, the former uh, anglophone African colonies, it's uh, open to the Arabic countries of Africa, so in North Africa, and open to the women. So um, why? Because uh, in 1963, Maurice Herzog, the High Commissioner of Youth and Sports uh, for the French State, said, "France is uh, going out. Now the African executives are alone." You can organize your own uh, African games. But in fact, uh, we know that French is always there, not by a team, a sport team, but always there by cooperation, technical support, financial support with trainers, for example. And uh, so for the first games, African games in nineteen sixty five in Congo-Brazzaville, no French team in sport, but a technical support uh, behind, like other countries, like uh, German, like uh, Americans with uh, peace corps contingent, uh, like with uh, of course the USSR too. So we can see Africa is becoming during the, the beginning of the 60s a new world. Uh, we called of course uh, this world the Third World, but it's a new world for I- many influences with uh, before bilateral uh, relations and after multilateral relations. And, uh, of course, France it's uh, in this unstable world. is trying to keep its influence by many waves, like sport, of course.
1: Looking at the turbulent political background mm-hmm. to all this, particularly in Africa and Francophone Africa, it must have been a very difficult situation to suddenly say to the African nations, well, we'll give you a hand if, if you like arranging a sporting tournament how was that received by the the francophone
0: countries we must to talk before to the french politic uh, about africa to understand how how uh, it's going on on sport in africa and especially in francophone africa because the the movement of uh, francophone independences in africa is very specific because uh, in comparison to the anti rule of the anglophone africa the policy of, of uh, the French state is about direct rule. So before the 60s, uh, the French state have a control again on the colonies, very uh, direct control, uh, racial control too. And many colonies in Africa, especially in black Africa, would like to, to stay in the empire. But with some transform- transformations, of course, we call that in 1958 with the Fifth Republic, uh, the new Fifth Republic of France by uh, Charles de Gaulle. We call that the uh, Communauté Franco-Africaine, the French African Community. It's like uh, a little bit like a Commonwealth, like the British. But in fact, this kind of uh, uh, new uh, structure is not working at all because Charles de Gaulle was afraid, in fact about the um, instrumentalization of this community, uh, not by the black Africans, but by the North Africans uh, and the Muslim uh, countries at the North, Uh, so he he, he prefers, uh, that's always a problem. In one hand, the Africans said, okay, uh, we we took uh, our uh, liberty, uh, uh, freedom, and And th- another way Charles de gaulle on on the uh, on the French uh, people said we, we leave freedom to uh, to the African executives, so you have <laughs> always the, the both sides of the discourses of course about this situation but uh in fact so th- that's why when you can see all the these historical dates, you have a huge moment only in nineteen sixty especially of fourteen former french colonies in Africa, they are going to be independent this year. In sport, that's why we can see a a parallelism between these transformations of the French Empire at this time and the international relations and how sport is following, in fact, the same way of French international uh, policy and the French transformations of the empire. Was this a successful
1: policy, the friendship games policy of the French?
0: Yes, it was successful because it was the first time for the African sportsmen to have a a continental competition and to be confronted to the other countries. Because before it was colonies, so it was forbidden. So it's important because they can they can have an idea of the the value of the performance of the level of sport in their different countries. And the other thing is very important because these three editions of French in Games are the step to, uh, to control, again, of course, the former French colonies in Africa, but also to learn to influence these uh, new countries, to learn about the Olympic values, to learn about all the rules, how many disciplines we can have: uh, the referees, for example, the, the off of the athletes, the opening ceremony the final ceremony, etc. etc. All is made in these three editions, like in fact, a small Olympic Games in Africa, but controlled by French state. So it's a huge step to learn Africa to go inside the IOC because at this time, you have uh, during the three editions, in the same time, you have French member from the IOC and especially for the last edition, nineteen sixty-three, you have every Bondage, the American uh, president of the IOC. So you have made a link between the French state, so IOC, to push Africa in the uh, sports international scene. And especially why? Because the first African Games in nineteen sixty-five, when French team is not uh, there, it's because the IOC is taking taking part in the uh, African Games and. Uh, why? Because it, they, they don't want that the first African Games fall in the Sovietic influence, especially because Brundage is American, <laughs> so that's why. So they prefer behind to have English, British influence, German influence, and of course French influence instead of uh, Sovietic influence because we can re- keep in mind that uh, the first black african colonies we were uh, independent in uh, uh, 1958 was uh, guinea of uh, sekou toure and it joined directly the ussr so we have in the history many key understanding like that to uh, to understand the, the rest of uh, of the transformations
1: so this was a careful policy by the French of of withdrawal from uh, a kind of empire position mm-hmm. to one of friendship and assistance mm-hmm. so that they didn't inadvertently drive uh, the former colonial
0: uh, administrations into the hands of the Soviets. Not only uh, uh, from the hands of the Soviets but uh, also from the hands of the American with the peace corps too because the France of the goal. Is not very f- friendly with American and USA, so we know that. And the other thing is uh, during these three editions of the f- uh, Friendship Games, a French membership a member of the IOC, uh, Le Comte Jean de Beaumont, he was uh, discussing with uh, many uh, African uh, president uh, sp- sport federations, and uh, he was trying to uh, to learn. Uh, uh, These African sports, African executives, to uh, abide the uh, Olympic Charter and to create uh, NOC again because of the France, they didn't want one that we can say after later that France didn't help their former colonies to integrate the IOC. But it could be American, it could be Sovietic. So it's not possible because, in fact, this policy is building the Franco-African history again, but in a post-colonial. Transformations world, but not in the real colonial world because, like you said, it's a careful policy. So I'm using the concept of soft power. Uh, in comparison to uh, hard power, hard power is more for the colonial period, and post-colonial period is more soft power because it's more influenced by cooperation, of course. Because you, in the sixties, uh, when the former colonies uh, from Francophone Africa became uh, independent, you have automatically agreements of cooperation in many fields: uh, nuclear, for the army, education, of course, sport too. So it was a way again to keep control, to have link, and of course the African executive are taking a part too inside this relations. They are not uh, naive or uh, they are not sleeping. They they want to be purpose too to uh, the international scene uh, and to go to the Olympic Games because we do not forget that in 1964 at Tokyo for the Olympic Games. That's really we can say that's really the first Olympic Games. Where we can see many African enosis the first time, even if 1960 in Rome we have the first one, like Ethiopia, for example, Libya, for Ethiopia, we, we can uh, remember abe baby Kila, marathonian uh, a sportsman, for example. But really it's 1964 uh, for the Olympic history that we can uh, repair like a, a big date because of the integration, but because before we have the French games, because we have the integration and the creation of the NOCs from uh, French uh, Africa. And in fact, the concept of soft power is coming from a concept of Joseph Nye. is used to understand the American policy in the state, in America. But I use this concept in, in international relations to understand how can we understand to pass from colonial period to post-colonial period with the transformations and how the imperialism is changing and how to olympism olympism is another way to do imperialism behind so
1: sport is being used by the french here as a, as a method of keeping the former colonies on side and yet at the same time it has a dramatic effect on the sporting world, because now we see the dawn of the new age of the African athlete at the Olympics.
0: Yes, if we are going um, more uh, near uh, our contemporary period, we can see that uh, you have uh, other uh, structures that they, they, they can be uh, uh, a background to for France and European countries to pick up some good athletes uh, in Africa. Uh, for example, I have in my, in my mind uh, an example, uh, I think it was in the Olympic Games in Beijing. The first medal of Ray um, is, in fact, at first a Cameroonian uh, guy. So the French said to him, in fact, uh, uh, if you want to have good conditions to be uh, trained in your sport, uh, come, t- come in France. So we have in France a big structure for the Sport elites. It's uh, called uh, INSEP, and uh, he had uh, financial support. First, it he was uh, first medal of the African Games in uh, his sport, and after because he he entered in a process of naturalization to become a, a French French sportsman, and uh, so uh, he became two af- after I think he, he won the two or second place in uh, European. Uh, uh, championship in his sport, and after he, he for for France of course, and after he, he went to the uh, world championships. He did a medal too, and after uh, he was competing for for France to represent France in the Olympic Games in Beijing, and he uh, he did a medal for France. So, uh, like you have um, Francophony games, it was creating in the eighties. It's uh, with African games. The Francophone Games are, um, can I say, uh, a playground, a uh, uh, beyond structures of uh, European and, and French uh, in different sports, and they can sometimes trying to see, in particular, if in very uh, weak disciplines, sport disciplines in France, we can find good athletes for the future in 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 those disciplines in, in Africa.
1: You've been listening to a podcast from the series Key Moments in Cold War Sports History, a project bringing together experts from around the world and hosted here on the Wilson Centre's online digital archive at digitalarchive.org.